from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louis Budko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Friday, August the 19th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out at the Thai Cats Audio Network. Louis Butko here with you as the Thai Cats are currently en route to Montreal. Let's take on the Alouettes. That game Saturday, a four o'clock kickoff. Pre-game coverage here on the Ticats Audio Network, starting at three o'clock. As Bubba O'Neill and Mike Daly get you set for this one, RJ Broadhead and Andy Van Toos will have the call again, starting at four p.m. tomorrow. Lots to get to on this show, including uh, the depth chart. I have that in my hand. I'll let you know who's in, who's out for Saturday's game. Also. Not sure if you saw it. You probably did. There was a teaser last week. Uh, But yesterday, the official announcement of the brand new Uninterrupted Canada series, Rivalries, the QEW series. It's in partnership with the CFL, Bell Media, and OK Tire. Uh, It's chronicling the longstanding rivalry between the Hamilton Tire Cats and the Toronto Argonauts. And it has actually been going on for a while. You remember that preseason game in Guelph? Yeah, there was a camera crew following them around even back then. So uh, lots to get to on that one. Scott Moore, the CEO of Uninterrupted Canada, is going to be by in just a second. We'll uh, get through uh, uh, all of it with him. Uh, Also coming up, we'll hear from Matt Affinick, the uh, president of Hamilton Sports Group, uh, which includes the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, And also on today's show, from the CFL.ca, Matt Cause, also a TSN 1050 host. So lots to get to on the show. And as mentioned, uh, the depth chart in my hand. And we'll get to that in just a a second. Ticats fans, it's time to ride on our strength from now until October 13th. Purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or leg truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating Active Green and Ross Ontario locations or visit HerculesTires.com slash AGR rewards. All right, time to get to the depth chart. Let's see how the Ticats will be lining up against the Alouettes tomorrow at Percival Molson Stadium. Uh, let's start on the offensive line. No changes there at left tackle. Travis Vorncall, left guard. Brandon Revenberg, Alex Fontana is at center. Coulter Woodmansey is the starting right guard. And Colin Kelly is the right tackle. Matthew Schiltz getting the start at quarterback. Matthew Schiltz getting the start at QB. He'll be backed up by Jamie Newman and Dane Evans. Dane Evans listed as the third Quarterback on the depth chart in this one. Out wide at receiver, you got Stephen Dunbar Jr. and Keandre Smith. At slot from left to right, you got Tim White, David Ungerer III, and Lamar Durant. And uh, at the running back position, you got Don Jackson getting the start. And at the fullback tight end, it's Jake Burt. Up front on defense, Malik Carney is at the defensive end. Mason Bennett getting back into the lineup. He's backing him up. Uh, you got Micah Johnson at nose tackle, Dylan Wynn at uh, defensive tackle, and Julian Houser at the end spot. Uh, no Simone Lawrence in this one. It is uh, Wilson getting the start. Kyle Wilson getting the start at weak side linebacker. At uh, the middle, you got Jovan Santos Knox. And at the Sam, you got Cam Kelly. Taking a look at the secondary from left to right, you got Des Lawrence getting in the lineup. You got Kirill Brooks at the half. Tunde Adelike is at safety. Richard Leonard is at half. And Alden Darby Jr. is at corner. Yeah, there's a couple of outs for the Ticats. Siante Evans is out. Simone Lawrence is out. Jamal Richard, or sorry, uh, Jarek Richards is out. And Jamal Roll is out as well. So yeah, the Ticats battling the injury bug 
right now, and uh, we will keep our eye on that as a lot of guys right now on the six-game injury list for the Ticats. Braylon Addison, Pappy White, Siante Evans, Simone Lawrence, Nick Cross, Curtis Newton, Chris Van Zyl, Kyle Saxlid, Anthony Johnson, and Tyler Ternowski. That is a that is a lot of linebackers on the six-game injury list, a lot of special teams guys, and uh, yeah, maybe some guys coming off that soon, hopefully, and uh, hoping to see that soon. But yeah, that's how the Ticats will line up, and uh, just uh, kicking, you got Seth Small, excuse me, don't want to forget about these guys. Uh, Seth Small is handling the kicking, Mike Domagall is the punter, Gordon White's the long snapper, and Lawrence Woods the third uh, will handle the kick return and punt return duties. All right, we'll get to more of Saturday's game in just a second. Right now, very pleased to be joined uh, by the CEO of Uninterrupted Canada, uh, the the new rivalry, rivalries, the QEW series, the new production, excuse me, rivalries, the QEW series. Uh, We'll be chronicling the history between the Ticats and the Argos. And uh, and Scott Moore here with us now. And uh, Scott, where did the idea come from? Uh, to to put this on tape, to to highlight the documentary, highlight this rivalry the way you are. It was really Scott Mitchell's idea. I give him credit. I've known Scott about oh thirty years, and uh, we were out having a beer, and I was telling him about some of the projects we we're doing, and he asked if we would consider doing something on the rivalry between the Argos and the Ticats. And as a uh, longtime sports media guy, somebody who supports the CFL. I thought it'd be a great story. There's so many cool arms and legs to it. And if you think about it, uh, this is one of the two or three great rivalries in Canadian sport. Uh, I was thinking, you know, you have Habs Leafs. And after that, you know, Ticats and uh, and Argos go back probably the longest in, in Canadian pro sport and certainly the, the longest in pro football, maybe in North America, right? So, yeah, and, it, and the two cities are so different. The fan bases are so different. Um, it just, it seemed like a fun project. Both teams really got into it. The CFL really got into it. And the players and the, the staff, both both teams have really been helpful in doing something that I think it's going to be somewhat special. We mentioned, you know, Scott's idea. So I have to think that there wasn't as much pushback from him when you said, we want everything. We want as much access as you can give us. Uh, so I, I, I won't go that way. Maybe the Argos, did, what did there take some pushback? Did there take some conversations with the CFL, with the Argos, with the Ticats, even to be, hey, if to tell this right, you need to give us all the access. No, both teams and the league were uh, 100% behind it. And uh, they understood that if we're going to do something that's just a little different, you need to be able to pull back the curtain a little bit for the fans and see things that they wouldn't normally see on TSN's outstanding coverage of the league. Um, And the the thing that took the longest, frankly, as it does in putting together any film, is coming up with the, the right backing, the right financials. But the league, the teams, and the... You know, OK Tires and, uh, and Blackhawk Tires who come on as sponsors uh, really made it happen. And so we have the ability to do something. I call it sort of NFL films-ish, but I would I like to think of it NFL films with a little bit of un- uninterrupted ethos because we are we're about athlete empowerment. So we're and uh, we want to use this as a way to build stars because that's the key to any success in any league is making sure that fans connect with their star players. I have to think that Ticats fans, Argos fans are going to watch this regardless. Casual sports fans are going to be interested just based on the storytelling. Uh, 
extraordinaire that that's that that you've seen with the previous documentaries. How do you keep casual fans who are going to tune in? How do you think this can translate to to more fans putting eyeballs on the product week to week? That being the Thai Cats, the Argos, the CFL. Sure, that's that's the the twenty million dollar question, right? And the the way we go about all of our projects, but particularly this project and another project we did with another football league uh, on the other side of the border. Um, we, we look at the, the documentary as an hour-long great opportunity to tell stories, but we know that long-form storytelling and even long-form live sports is watched by, from start to finish, less and less people. And a younger demographic, the demographic that the CFL wants, that the Ticats and the Argos want, uh, and frankly, all sports wants, are the ones that are on their phone flipping through stuff. And everything that we do with this documentary, there'll be digital arms and legs that will show up on social media, that will show up on Instagram, that will show up on TikTok, that will hopefully get people interested enough to watch the documentary and therefore watch the games themselves. But uh, we picked four players, two from each team, to make sure that we're trying to build the profiles of those four players. And we wanna make sure that they get out into Instagram and, and TikTok and all those other places that young sports fans and young entertainment fans are at. So over the next 10 to 12 weeks, you'll see bits and pieces from the documentary and outtakes and things that might just go a little viral on our platforms and also on the Ticats platform, uh, the Argos platform, CFL and TSN. So uh, make sure you uh, make sure you subscribe to Ticats Twitter, Instagram, uninterrupted uh, Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss any of that. My thanks to Scott Moore for joining me a little bit earlier. And you can hear actually our full conversation. That was just a portion, but you can hear our full conversation uh, by going over to Ticats.c. Uh, and for more on this, let's check in with the president of the Hamilton Sports Group, which of course includes the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Matt Affinick. And uh, Matt, why was this the right time to tell this story this way? Well, I think we live in a day and age, Louis, where storytelling has never been more important. And, and the ability to go behind the scenes is something that fans, both ardent and passionate and, and casual, all want to see. Um, you see that across the specter of, of sports media and sports broadcasting, whether it's, you know, F1, hard knocks, like there's just this, um, you know, propensity and desire from fans to be entertained by the behind the scenes pieces. And as I said earlier, no one does it better than uninterrupted in terms of some of the other projects they've worked on. So I think what people can look forward to is, you know, we here at the Ticats take great pride in, in being able to deliver content to our fans how where and when they want how and where and when they want it um and we think this just takes this to a whole different level in terms of type of content um very behind the scenes shot by professionals who are the best in the business of of putting that story together um and telling that story of the rivalry through a very very behind the scenes lens is it safe to think that this could be an opportunity to to maybe gain some some new fans or to introduce this rivalry to, to people who maybe not follow the CFL but but love that excellent storytelling that uh, like you said uh, the uninterrupted is uh, proven to to show? Well, absolutely, I think that's one of the great uh, uh, one of the many but great benefits of the project is just just working with. Um, such a reputable and incredible producing production partner and uninterrupted. They just have a, an amazing audience that, that frankly, par, probably uh, 
a portion of that audience aren't necessarily today CFL fans or know anything about the Ticat Argo rivalry. So our ability to reach that group um, through the uninterrupted audience um, is a huge was a huge selling feature in terms of our um, real desire to get involved in the project. And we've we talked to Sim about the project. We've talked to Dane about the project because it, it really was in depth. They they went into their homes. They followed them around. Was there anything that they came to you saying, "Hey, we want to do this"? Because uh, this seems like you talked about this. There's a lot of behind the scenes, and and fans are probably going to get closer to this rivalry than they ever have been before. Was there anything you said? Hey, maybe that's a little off limits, or or were they given free reign? You know, they were obviously given free reign within what what in this case Dane and Simone were were comfortable with. But I think as we can all appreciate as as sports fans, first and foremost, Louis, is the best story, stories are told um, you know, in an environment where it's just people living their lives and, and things happening authentically. So uh no such restrictions were put in place. And and I think the whole value in a project like this is is showing the fans and taking the fans. Um, behind the scenes of, and in the case you just gave, like these are two phenomenal men that when they leave the facility every day, have lives and families and make contributions to our community and all the things that, you know, all of us normal people do. And, and just having, um, you know, some visibility to that as a fan and what that looks like, again, is a, is a unique part of what this project will deliver. And that is Matt Affinick, and you can hear our full conversation over at Ticats.ca. All right, let's get back to the football field, uh, more specifically Saturday's game. Ticats getting set to take on the Montreal Alouettes, and here to discuss CFL.ca and TSN 1050 radio host Matt Cause. And Matt, let me just say, I've been doing this show a long time, uh, in many ways, in many more ways than one, uh, but... This is the first time you're on in 2022. I am so disappointed in you. I, I just, I, I'm just shocked it took this long. Louie, you, you call that a guilt trip? Okay, I grew up with my mom. My mom was the Doug Flutie, for a CFL reference, on guilt trips. You, that was, that was Cleo Lemon. That was, I, I'm kidding. I apologize. I love being on here. Great to see you, my friend. Um, I don't take personal responsibility, so I'm going to blame you. Okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll take full responsibility. Look at that. Yeah. Say I'm bad at guilt trips. I'm, I'm taking the blame immediately. One, one I, answer. I, That's all it takes. I feel, I feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. I'm like, these are not the droids you're looking for. And it's like, well, I guess they're not the droids. Yeah, all right. Well, Star Troopers. Uh, uh, let's move on. I, I told you to sure. keep it light. So I'm going to start with a simple question here. Um, who are the 2022 Hamilton Tiger Cats? I have no idea. Like, honestly, um, you know, it, 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 this, this goes back to the decision to go with Dane Evans over Jeremiah Masoli. And Masoli was certainly much more of the soul of this team for years and years in the past. And, and I'm not here to relitigate the, the decision they made there. But then, you know, Dane Evans doesn't look like the guy that he did in 2019. And then all the turnovers and then his injury. And now it's, you know, is it going to be Matthew Schiltz? And, uh, and so on that end, I don't really know much of the identity. I, I don't, it doesn't bother me. They don't run the ball. They've never won the ball. I, I guess the best thing you could say with the identity of this team is it's, it's still sort of led by, uh, by Simone Lawrence in the defense. I think they're second in yards allowed, fairly good in points allowed. So if I was going to do it um, uh, in the mainstay of this team, I'd say uh, a guy like Simone Lawrence, and I know he's been a little bit up and down this year and some injuries as well, but I would go with uh, the defense or with him. That would be the first thing I think of. Uh 
I was having a conversation with somebody who, who follows the, the team this week. And, and I said, well, okay. You know, even yesterday when, when coach said, yeah, Dane Evans will suit up and we'll get the depth chart. And by the time people are listening to this, we'll, we'll probably know that Dane Evans is dressing. And, uh-huh. and I, I posed the question that, you know, optically, what does that look like when you, your guy's healthy enough to dress, but isn't starting. And I got a really, you know, good response back. It's like, they don't care. The Ticats don't care about, you know, the depth chart or the order they put them on or what out, outsiders think. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a pretty big ask of your players and your coaches to say, Hey, ignore the outside noise. It's easier said than done. Oh, it, it, especially, you know, in, in an era of social media and it's something, it's, it's a blind spot for me because I'm 47. I, you know, uh, social media didn't exist even when I was really 30, it was still pretty new with the you know, Facebook was going, but that was about it. But now you get guys, you know, and they take like, like Matthew Schultz, he's 27 years old. He grew up with it his entire life. So it is difficult to ask any of these players to be ignore, uh, ignore the outside noise. And it's got to be tough because, you know, they went in with higher expectations going into this year, you know, going to back-to-back great cups, nearly winning last year against the Bombers. And now they're battling it out with Montreal to see who can be a couple games behind the Argonauts who haven't exactly had a stellar season. Of course, no one in the East has this year. Yeah, and we'll get into the Argos in a second. And again, I, I, I really started this very seriously after saying I'm going to keep it light. But I will point <laughs> out that, that Dane Evans quit social media. Dane Evans quit Twitter this week. And I, yeah. I, and I quizzed him on it. He said there's a lot of negativity. And again, I, the one thing I always say about us getting covered this game and this sport is these professional athletes are, yes, at the top of their game, the very best of what they do. But at the end of the day, Guess what? They're still human, Matt Cause. They still enjoy yeah. a glass of wine at the end of the hard day of work. And you know what? A couple of thoughts on that. I remember a couple of years ago when I was at the Great Cup and I met Trevor Harris. And I had certainly written columns where I'm like, ah, high-end game manager. You know, and just I didn't really faith him. And then I met him and he was like the nicest guy. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, Matt, you're, you're such a jerk. Um, and then I, I felt guilty. I mean, I didn't retract anything I said, but I felt guilty. And I think the hardest part of this is, is that professional athletes, we don't view them as humans. Now, not nearly as much in the CFL, but in other sports where they make millions and millions of dollars, that money puts a barrier in terms of us having empathy. But you're right. Like, if you're having a bad day at work, it stinks for you and I. Mm. But when you're an athlete, your entire life, so much of your identity is as a professional athlete, as a professional football player. So when you're failing at your job, that has to hurt more than if I go on air and I mispronounce the name of, of half the Polish soccer team. Or, or, any, or any professional tennis player. Or any professional team, <laughs> if any sport, any gender, wherever in the world you are. There we go. And again, yeah. I just I think it's important to note, and, and I, I, fans have their opinions, and fans are certainly titled to their opinions. And, yeah. Uh, and it's and that's what makes the sport great. And coach says it uh, often. This is a sports entertainment business, and it uh, it's reasons that loudmouths like you and I are are continually employed somehow. All right, uh, Argos and Ticats. You wrote about this rivalry before. The you've written it about it hundreds of times, but uh, this season yeah. specifically, you, you had a piece a couple of weeks ago. By the way, uh, great job on the reverse jinx on the undefeated Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Story. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That last Great game. job on the reverse jinx there, man. I saw that, I saw it from 20 miles away. <laughs> that lasted 18 minutes. And I like 
that was gonna, for people who don't know, I wrote, what is the best story? Nathan Rourke or the Winnipeg Blue Bombers going for like 12 and 13 or whatever. And then they lose at home to Montreal. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize I had the power with these fingers. <laughs> well, whatever you did, buddy, keep it up. Uh, it, you know, as long as it's for the Ticats. But speaking of Seattle, speaking of the Ticats, uh, you wrote about this before these uh, four games in five weeks against the Argos started. Then we got the announcement about this uh, brand new documentary that's being produced. Uh, what are some things that uh, you want to see? Uh, in this documentary being produced? What are, you know, serious, joking? What, what do you think, uh, what do you want to get out of this? Okay, here's what I want. First and foremost, there needs to be someone who follows Simone Lawrence around 24 hours a day. I need 24 hour a day, Simone Lawrence. He's not shy. So that would be the first thing I'd want. Then another one on Brandon Banks. I want constant updates uh, on what those guys are doing. Um, Ja'Garrett Davis, I want to see what's his pre and post game in terms of workout. Is he like, uh, who was it, Pete Alonso before the home run derby when he's doing like deadlifts? I feel Ja'Garrett Davis is, uh, is doing that. Um, I want a reaction cam on the Hamilton coaches for every Dane Evans, uh, turnover, but then in terms of more fun ones. I'd like, I'd like to see the menu at the, um, uh, around Hamilton, around Tim Hortons Field for all the tailgating. And we've talked about this before. It's the only place where I've seen people doing vodka jello shots in the morning was around, uh, actually, another thing I want, I want to know who is charging the most for parking. Like all those homes around around ivory with those are ivory with god i'm old uh, around tim <laughs> you said it not me yeah i know exactly tim Hortonsfield. go get a double double after this uh but i they are the most entrepreneurial people are the people charging for parking within a hundred feet mm-hmm. i think that would be that would be the start of it i'd have to think more about what i about the other the non-football things i want in this all right, let's get back to football. A big uh, game to, to Saturday, depending on when you're listening to this. But uh, Saturday night, Ticats, Alouettes, you mentioned it, trying to keep pace with the Argos. Argos got a tough task as well this week uh, against yeah. the Calgary Stampeders. So um, and maybe a chance to gain some ground. Some One of these teams is hopefully going to win. Hopefully we don't get a tie, and that's not the cause reverse jinx there, uh, unless it is. Uh, <laughs> but how big is this game for both teams, really? I mean, both are coming off emotional wins the Bombers, like you mentioned, the uh, over the Argos with the Ticats. I mean, this yeah. seems like a, a, a huge game pre-Labor Day. Oh, it, it absolutely does because the odds are Toronto will lose to Calgary. It's, it's a very simple thing. The West beats the East. It's been like that for ages. It's certainly like that this year. And no Andrew Harris for the Argonauts. You know, that's a, that's a big part of their offense. Um, in terms of who this is bigger for, it kind of, it, it, to me, it feels like it's bigger for Hamilton because if you're Matthew Schultz, I, I feel like he's probably going to get the start. He spent four years in Montreal. He was the backup to a lot of really bad quarterbacks. Now he's getting his first real opportunity. He's 27 years old. He's been around for a while. So I, I think it's, it's bigger over there than maybe with Montreal. Or I think it's going to be Trevor Harris starting, uh, starting for the Alouettes. So I, I, think it's bigger, I think it's bigger for the Ticats. 
and you know get this win make it like a one game or two game gap i think maybe one just i have to take a look at the stands with them and the argonauts and then you got back to back so i i think it's a bigger game for uh, for hamilton i think there might be a bit more of a letdown for montreal for what they did last week um against the winnipeg blue bombers and really for me i'd still I'm still trying to figure out who are the biggest difference makers in the East. You know, like who are the players that can tip a game just by their own athleticism and their own skill. And, and that's kind of like, there's been injuries to, to, you know, like the Braylon Addison's of the world. Now the injury to, to Andrew Harris and Vernon Adams Jr. You know, never really just hasn't lived up to what the early hype was. That's one of my biggest questions. Yeah, and I think there's definitely some potential on, on the Ticats. You know, you, we've seen the impact of Cario Brooks, what he can do in the secondary, yeah. just the three games he's been back, uh, three great games uh, that we've seen him play. Uh, Tim White had a big game last week, too. I think he's one of those yeah. guys who has the potential to break out. But, again, all right, Matt Cause, it has taken 11 weeks of the regular season to get you on the show. Hopefully it doesn't take you uh, that long to get you back, okay? Get me, get, me, get me back again after Labor Day. You know, we got two Argo-Hamilton games. You know, get, get me back after then. And I will, like, by the way, I didn't oh. need to wear, wear like double blue. <laughs> I, sure. I, I, yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. I didn't, I didn't mean to do this. But Matt, literally, it's, it's been, fa- I interrupted. It's been fantastic. It's great seeing you, my friend. Great seeing you. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely. My thanks to Matt Cause for joining me today. Uh, my thanks to you for joining me today and all throughout the week, as uh, we really do appreciate it. I appreciate it personally. So thank you. Uh, because it would just be me talking into a microphone to myself uh, if it wasn't for you, uh, the loyal listener out there. So thank you, thank you, and you especially. I hope you have a great weekend, but I hope everybody listening, casually or not, has a fantastic weekend. I hope the Ticats pull out a win in Montreal. Uh, We'll break it down for you on Monday on a brand new episode of Ticats Day. Make sure to listen all weekend for Ticats coverage here on the Ticats Audio Network. Ticats fans, it's time to ride on our strength from now until October 13th. Purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating active Green and Ross Ontario locations or visit HerculesTires.com slash AGR rewards. I'm Louis Batko. Hope you have a great weekend. Go Cats, go. Ticast today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.